0: time keeps on leaving and we keep on moving when do we pass on our wisdom to the youth my veteran story lost our discussions fireside chats with a bourbon or two it's time to hear the story by our military veterans get yourself ready It's the Lost Arts Podcast. The Lost Arts with Andrew Cox. Hello, hello my friends and welcome back to the Lost Art Podcast. That podcast that's given a voice to our veterans. I am your host, Andrew Cox. On today's program, we have Marine Veteran, Gunnery Sergeant Retired Dave Kyle back on the program for a fireside chat. But before we get into that, are you enjoying the podcast? Then consider being a TLA patron. That's the Lost Arts patron. It is with donors that we are able to continue recording these podcasts and getting our veteran voices out for all to hear. Just go to the Lost Art website and click on the Become a Patron link. Any donations are appreciated. If you would like to be a guest, and tell your story, then email me at the lost art with Andrew Cox at gmail.com.
1: All right, Dave, welcome. How are you doing? And I've already lost you, Dave. Dave, did I lose you? Hello. I didn't lose you, did I, Dave?
0: Are you still there?
1: <laughs> okay
0: all right hey dave how you doing today
1: very good Andy. how are you
0: i'm perfect i can't complain <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to figure out this technology stuff it is beyond both of us <laughs> <laughs> we'll eventually get there though we
1: just got to go back to the old sound powered telephones and we'll be okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true uh heck of a
1: long warrior but we'll be okay (laughs) (laughs) oh boy all right Uh,
0: that was good that was good (laughs) i was i was telling dave how uh previously i was recording a podcast and i thought i lost like over an hour's worth of material and i i was freaking out and luckily the wife was able to save me and find it and fix it uh but anyways that's what we were laughing about before we started (laughs) here and of course we couldn't stop laughing for a minute so hey what have you been up to
1: just a little bit of life and you know keep moving on yeah uh listening to your podcast and being inspired by what you do okay you know after your uh manly man podcast i yeah. went into a whole deep fit of philosophy trying to figure out okay what does it mean to be manly uh-huh. what does it mean to be honorable what does it mean holy crap we used to carry around those cards in the marine corps those that's right honor courage commitment cards yeah what does that mean we had a little ditty that we had you know we learned the ditties and if anyone asked us we could tell us exactly what it was but <laughs> What really does it mean? Yeah. You know. Yeah, 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 So, so that's what happened to me. <laughs> okay. I fell down a rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with rabbit holes, you know. Sometimes you need to go around in them, uh, check it, check it out, and, and see what's happening. You know, those types of things. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, tell me what? What did you? Uh, what was you? The end state of uh, this rabbit hole? Like what? What, how, what well, all happened in there?
1: You know, I think it came about because you were talking about the manly men thing and, and, and how we develop into men. And mm-hmm. I was struck by one of the books. I, so, okay. It probably doesn't come as a shock to most people who, who know me, but I am a bit of a geek and yeah. I have, I, I know, I know, but anyway, you know, despite my, rough and tough outside i'm a <laughs> bit of a geek <laughs> and uh i had read a lot of uh joseph campbell is his name he was a okay. he was a teacher at i forget which university it was now but he taught the classics he taught like um classical mythology and all the other mythologies and one of his big books was myths to live by and then there was the hero of a thousand Faces." and a lot of it he talks about how the same themes keep coming up over and over again and the importance of initiation mm-hmm. and and that's how we learn to be men we we, we learn and yeah. women learn to be women too i'm not trying to be sexist here but how we learn to be adults i guess is a better way of saying it yeah, yeah and yeah. um and and how repetitive it is throughout history. I mean, this is not a new concept. The Marine Corps did not stumble upon a new thing <laughs> yeah. with, with all of this. This has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. We keep having to tweak it a little bit to fit the new society or to fit, you know, to fit what's going on. But yeah. it's it's been a constant thing. And the importance of that initiation, which is sometimes lost in today's society. We, we don't have that. I mean, it used to be if you graduated high school which was uh-huh. something that not everyone did you know some yeah. people had to leave early to help work out on the farm or right. just get a job for the family mm-hmm. but if you graduated, that was a huge point you know um yeah. in some societies where there wasn't school it was when you first started shaving or yeah. or or when the women had their first period and then the other the other adults would take them aside and say okay this means this and that and you got to do this and that and you shouldn't do this and and but there were those moments and we and joseph campbell goes in his books he talks about all the different initiation ceremonies that would happen and and the things that would you know come about and the marine corps i think did a really good thing when they brought about the crucible bringing that back in and making you know the importance of that and and trying to trying to instill so much i mean we even see it in and i don't know this personally but (laughs) according to the different tv shows and whatnot that i see but even in uh uh, gangs this happens with with you know the idea of being beaten into a gang where there's this initiation and once you're in you don't view yourself the same Mm -hmm. So therefore you view everything else differently also, you know, yeah. and, and that change of perspective, that change of paradigm changes how you approach things. But in all of, so, so, okay, that was the first part of this rabbit hole and that took about <laughs> two days. Okay. I mean, it was a deep <laughs> rabbit hole, man. I got it. You, you know, cause then I had to go back, I had to go back and find the books, you know, and I'm, yeah. I'm digging through my books, trying to find my Joseph Campbell books and I'm, and I'm digging out. Okay. So then, then I get to the point, well, okay, wait a second now i know i know i've been i, I know i've been initiated I, there are some things i still can't grow my hair out i just can't do it it gets you know too long i feel like a llama i've got to get a haircut third thing i've been brainwashed in some ways you know yeah, yeah. so but but i'm no longer an active duty marine mm-hmm. you know I, i'm no longer that's not part of where i am anymore right this the the the, the, the courage and honor and commitment i have to modify those terms that i live by because uh because i'm not surrounded by that you know right but what does it mean to have honor what is honor and and so i fell down another rabbit hole you know and, and now what what does it mean to be honorable what and i even have asked some of my friends what what is it what does it mean to be honorable yeah. oh, it means to do the right thing okay good so what does that mean a good start well you know yeah you know so well to follow the rules okay so do you consider yourself honorable yes they would say yeah i'm I'm honorable okay so do you follow the speed limit no 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 so you're not honorable (laughs) you know which is a silly thing because if you can almost get a ticket now for just doing the speed limit you know yeah because you're impeding traffic Mm -hmm. you're impeding traffic yeah so so what does it mean to be honorable to do the right thing well does that mean in our society that doesn't mean anything anymore people there, there's a whole there's a whole uh, industry formed around not paying your taxes yeah you know trying to find ways to get out of that and hiring people to help you get out that's not being honorable yeah or 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 is it you know i mean everybody considers themselves honorable, but what really is it to be honored? What does it mean to be, to have courage? And I know we talked about in the Marine Corps a a lot, we talk about physical courage and Mm -hmm. mental courage and moral courage, but what, you know, what does that mean to be courageous? What does it mean to lead as opposed, and I remember, oh my goodness, the conversations in all the different academies, the difference between management and leadership.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, but but so my my question to you then. I'm going to throw this out to you. All right. What does it mean to be honorable? What what does a person of honor do? Um.
0: Well, I. That's a good question. It really is. Um. I mean, we could look at the definition, uh, and see what that says. Uh. Uh. It's indicating immense or uh, distinction, eminence or distinction uh given especially the judges and certain officials so you have that type of honorable right
1: uh, right like right.
0: honorable mr so-and-so or whatever right so yeah almost
1: uh, just a, 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 title a title bestowed to some yeah
0: right yeah um and, and i wouldn't say that that necessarily makes them honorable in the sense of what the word is right uh right like bring, just bring in worth or worthy or honor bringing honor to something uh, is is not necessarily a title that's bestowed on someone that's what you show in your actions so being honorable in many different forms so uh for example we're married um being honorable to uh my wife uh, making sure i'm staying faithful to her um you know i'm i'm honoring her as a woman of the house and i'm I'm making sure that i'm putting her uh up on a pedestal of hey you know you are the woman of the house and i i want i or i need you there and i want you there uh so that's a form of being honorable you know uh yeah you talked about uh speeding and stuff like that um in a perfect world you know we wouldn't do that uh but that's not necessarily, uh, we don't live in a perfect world where none of us are perfect. So I don't see us all being able to do that. I know I cannot do that. Um, and I only knew one person, uh, that actually walked the earth that, uh, was, was perfect. Right. Uh, um, right. Yeah. Right. So, and, yeah. and I'm not him. You're talking
1: about me, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's it.
1: Oh, darn, uh, darn. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, kind of in a nutshell, it, it really depends on it, As long as you're showing, um, showing worthiness on something is, is really that honorable thing, whatever it may be.
1: See, it, it, my problem is I'm trying to find this absolute, this base absolute. What does it mean to be good? What does it mean to be honorable? Yeah. You know, we. Um, I forget the. It, it was a, written as a children's book, and I forget the name of it now. But it's a a, a, a Navy SEAL um, uncle comes back and helps this kid through kindergarten because he just he wasn't being very physically active and whatnot. And the entire through the entire thing, he's you know teaching him how to be more physically fit and be more uh, basically going through all those rites of initiation that because he didn't have a father mm-hmm. and, and helping helping him along. And he talked about, you know, the warrior's credo and in it, the, the author did a really good job of pointing out that throughout history, there's been all these different warrior credos. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Norse had some, the Vikings had some, that, you know, Teutonic Knights had them, even, even you know, uh, feudal Japan had some, everybody had their warrior credo. Mm-hmm. and he talked about you know trying to melt it down into the essence and then you have to figure out what what it's important to you so you know in a fit of foolishness I decided yeah I'm gonna take this simple project down. I'll probably have it done you know 20 15 15 20 minutes yeah. uh, and you know uh, that was I think three years ago in the summertime I read that book <laughs> and um, I still I what I, I still don't even know you know I, I just trying to get down to the base like okay Cause i keep going off on all these tangents like okay mm-hmm. um, to be good i should follow the rules well what rules what rules do i follow Wh- whose rules do you follow okay wait a second okay all right let's 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 get down simpler than that then i'm going to uh to be honorable to my wife okay what does that mean should i be because uh, there are some people that say oh well you should uh, keep her under your dominion you sh- you need to force her to do the things that you need that doesn't right. seem right to me that's uh-huh. i don't follow that rule at all and my wife would kick my tail if i tried that yeah, and, yeah. you know or or you know uh there there are some that seem to think that the best thing you can do to your wife you know if we go back in time is you marry for status but then you have mistresses for love and and the two shouldn't yeah. mix because then you're mixing business and pleasure and that's not something you're supposed and just all these weird ideas, but somewhere along the line, there's got to be a base. There's got to be a the, the bedrock of it all. So, you know, just trying to find that bedrock of honor, courage. What does it mean? Courageous. It just means to do the right thing, even when no one else is doing it. Yeah. Maybe that could be it. But I mean, you could be stupid and courageous, <laughs> True, you know, yeah. Does that does that is that actually a form of courageousness then, or is that just a form of stupidity? (laughs) You know,
0: that probably depends on what way you're looking at it. You know,
1: but but so I'm trying to find, and every that's what I keep coming up with is that it's all a matter of perspective. Well, it it can't. I mean, there's got to be a base to good, to right and wrong. There's got to be at some point we should be able to get down to the bedrock of it and say, no, 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 this is right. Mm -hmm. this is wrong there's got to be a black and white somewhere it's going to get gray real quick
0: oh yeah yeah but i um for the marine marine corps right the honor I, i pulled it up uh it says this is the bedrock of our character you're on the onto something there uh it is the quality that empowers marines to exemplify the ultimate in ethical and moral behavior and then it goes on. If you remember the, the little red cards, right. And on one yeah. side, it said, uh, uh, Marines never lie. Marines never cheat still. Um, they, uh, abide by an uncompromising code of integrity, uh, to respect human dignity and to have respect and concern for other, uh, for each other. So that's some Marine Corps kind of laying out what, what they see as honor and, uh, some people even in that yeah
1: no no go go on but some Uh, people look at that
0: yeah some people may look at that and and to them uh it may not be a hundred percent that's that's what it is right never lie okay well sometimes i lie but you know i'm still honorable you know it just depends on i think everyone's character and and how they were raised and what what i guess organizations they belong to and and you know what i'm saying
1: yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even in the definition that the Marine Corps gives us, you know, to, to have compassion and 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 uh, uh, empathy for others. Feel, well, mm-hmm. sometimes in order to have compassion and empathy for others feelings, uh, you're almost it's almost honorable to lie. Yeah. You know, or did I do a, did I do the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. Yes. But I'm not going to say yes. I'm going to say <laughs> you, you should have done something different. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'm I, so. It, it's just, you know, and I guess that's why philosophy isn't a, uh, is still a subject of education and research because we haven't really figured out the answers to this thing yet, I suppose. And, and then, you know, and then we get people who will constantly modify the ends just to make it better for themselves, you know. Uh, th- those sea lawyers who constantly just weasel yeah. their way just a little bit further out. No, I wasn't, I wasn't. I followed the rule. You told me to do, you told me to come back in five minutes. Yeah. You didn't say who's five minutes. Uh huh. Yeah. My watch stopped. My watch ran out of battery at four minutes and 55 seconds. So, <laughs> you know, when I put in the new battery two days later, then it started up again. I got back in five minutes.
0: Yeah. I made it. I was here. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, it's, so it's, it, it, I loved the discussion that you had. That was fantastic.
0: Well, thanks. I, you know, I like talking about stuff like this because I, I don't know if we'll ever have a 100% true right answer. I don't, I don't think that there really is one. Um, it, it's just a, uh, I guess, food for thought, right? So people can right. think about it and go, you know what? Am I, you know, being honorable? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? Uh, and, and that's really kind of where we're going with it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Will there ever be a right answer? I'm sure there will be at some point in time. Probably not while I'm alive but
1: well I think that's kind of the point you know um, Montaigne was a French philosopher and mm-hmm. uh, he's been used a lot to talk about how to live matter of fact uh, Sarah Bakewell I think was the name um, wrote an entire book on how to live which was just looking at how how do we how do we model our lives based off of what Montaigne had written in his books and uh I think that's really what it comes down to: is we almost have to define the end first. What do we want? What do we want? Where is our finish line? Right. And then how do we get there in a way that satisfies us? Now there are some people who sociopaths and whatnot who who are going to justify that and say, "Yes, I lived very honorably. I I I only killed I only killed the people who got in my way on that particular day." yeah um and i hid the bodies well you know i, I didn't leave things out for little kids to see right, um, yeah. and and i i only raped the people after they were dead you know <laughs> and therefore i lived an honorable life and
0: maybe, maybe in that person they mine
1: <laughs> yeah but so, so maybe maybe that's why we haven't answered is because we all have different routes but again yep. I guess because of the way I was brought up and because of what the Marine Corps did to me, I want a single right answer. I want just a single choice. There's gotta be there's gotta yeah. be, man. What is honor? How you know how do I how, how do I act honorably and, and is honor different now? Oh well, that's a good to question. me even than it was thirty five years ago before I got married.
0: Yeah, yeah. Does honor change over time? Uh does it change as a society or does it change, uh, on a personal level or both, right?
1: So, it must, right?
0: I, I would think so. Um,
1: I mean having well, slaves at one point was almost considered honorable for some people.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah.
1: We absolutely. look at that now and think, Ooh. yeah. Uh, I,
0: I, I, I say for sure it's changed over time. You know, uh, I think, you think all the way back to, uh you know like uh the king and queens back in england and stuff like that and and how they uh saw things as honorable from their perspective or whatever but you fast forward you know to where we are today and we're not anything remotely close to what they they were thinking of, you know at least in my yep. opinion
1: even just going back 200 150 years ago when it was it wasn't it wasn't dishonorable to kicked indigenous people off their land, yeah, yeah. because you needed it more. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: it's staggering, and yet they considered themselves honorable. Mm-hmm. How you know? When we die, if there's a heaven, mm-hmm. if if there's a way to get the final answers, you know what? Are are they sitting up there going, "Jeez, what a what a putz I was! Holy cow, I can't <laughs> believe I did that," and everyone else was telling me to do it, and I did it anyway. It's, you know what yeah, am i going to yeah, think yeah. of myself later on i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up to heaven and uh, you know i'm going to be given the final answers and merlin's <laughs> going to be sitting there next to me and you gee, you were a complete schmuck weren't you you know and and jesus is i'll be on the other side saying you know hey go easy on the guy you're only doing what everyone else is doing too you know <laughs> yeah it's just uh how do you yeah and so this is what happens to me, see, Andrew, yeah. you bring up a good question, uh-huh. you, and I love your podcast for it, and then I fall down this rabbit hole that I can't get out of, you know. So I'm going through my books, trying to figure out, okay, just got to be a better point of reference. Yeah. Maybe I'll look this way. And I get into, uh, when we did our martial arts training and whatnot, um, yeah. uh, I got... I really kind of delved into the theories behind it. And so I bought Bruce Lee's book on the Dao of Jeet Kundo oh, okay. And I followed that up with the five rings, you know, the, the ancient yeah. Japan, Japanese text on that. Mm-hmm. And going back through those again and reading those to try to figure out, okay, what, there's guide, there's guidance in here about what what the honorable warrior does, as opposed to the, uh, I forget what Bruce calls, uh not dishonorable. He uses a different term, but yeah, what what, what those are... And man, just going back through those and... Uh, I'm almost embarrassed when I stop and look at myself. You know, I mean, you have to because that's how you grow. That's how you learn.
0: True. yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to make it to heaven, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy.
0: Well, isn't that... Uh... That really is what kind of uh, the the Bible, the Christianity is all about, right? As it's saying, we're not perfect uh, as human beings. Um, And, you know, I I think that's part of it. We're never going to be perfect. Um, And we have to, you know, obviously, you know, you ask for forgiveness, become a Christian, all that type of stuff. Uh, But, hey, we're not perfect. Now we should strive for perfection, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are we ever going to make it there? No, I don't think we will.
1: I tell you, in the whole not being perfect thing, I think I'm perfect at that. <laughs> <laughs> that I've got down perfectly. <laughs> not being perfect, I I think I may have actually excelled at that. And I <laughs> suppose in that I've just blown it because now I've been too egotistical and I'm not. But, you know.
0: Uh, Very nice.
1: Don't yeah. Like so did you through throughout because i know you made it way much way way further in mcmap and whatnot than i did mm-hmm. did you actually ever sit down and write out your own warrior credo
0: i no i don't think i ever did that now we we had to read some stuff but i never wrote anything out maybe no. maybe i, know maybe I was supposed thing. to but i never did <laughs> <laughs> i was being honorable to myself for to have less work
1: right.
0: yeah. we'll say that
1: i know in, in the old Gunnies course, before I went through it, um, they they had a thing where you actually had to sit down and write your credo. Oh wow. You had to come up with your credo. And that was they I think they got rid of that just before I got through my gunnies my Gunnies course. Yeah. And uh but yeah, I know that because one of the master gunnery sergeant Lawrence uh oh boy. Francis, there we go. Francis uh, had given me a copy of his when I was getting ready to go to the surgeons course. I think he gave me his copies because he thought it was something that we'd have to, you know, do. And he's like, "You should review this and see what if this makes sense to you." Yeah. And uh, never had to do it, but boy, I, I took it upon myself. You know, this is a good idea. I should write up my own credo. Have you done what? that? Yes, I have a couple times.
0: Oh, really? You a couple several, times I've tried to different versions of it.
1: Yes, yes. And then again when um ah, when I was at San Diego, mm-hmm. uh MCRD San Diego, I think it was the first time um they were pushing the whole Franklin Covey um yeah. uh the planners and Stephen stuff. Covey. Yeah, yeah, Stephen Covey's seven Tips for being good leaders. Yeah, seven. Seven. I forget what it's called here. Habits of highly successful people. There you go. You're good. Yeah, you're good. Between the two of us, figured (laughs) out. Between the two of us, we have one brain. That's that's, uh And and we we got sent. uh A couple of us got picked to go to that course that they had a week long course there on the base, and we got to go to that. And yeah, even within that, we had to write up our own credo and and kind you know what are the things that you what does it mean to be successful and how then can you map a way to get to it? You know, yeah. what does it mean? So yeah, I've written, I've written four or five different credos of myself to figure out, but as I look at it now, it's something I need to do again because now that I've retired, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've, I have been feeling myself wallowing. I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going. You know, I'm, I, yeah. I'm supposed to be retired. I'm trying to slow down. But uh, I haven't slightly touched by the Marine Corps, so you know I keep I keep rising in positions, and I keep that that sense of looking out for the people beneath you and making mm-hmm. sure that they're you know making sure they've eaten before you eat and whatnot. Yeah. And um, I, I need I need to I, I but I'm not in the Marines anymore. I'm not I don't have to do that. Yeah. So I. I I'm, I'm, i find myself wallowing quite a bit trying to figure out, well, what the, who the, what am I doing? What are, you know, it's, it's definitely, and after listening to the Manly Men <laughs> podcast, mm-hmm. which again, I'm going to say that was fantastic. You had two excellent guests. Um, uh, they, they brought up a lot of good points. Andrew, excellent job with that one. That was, oh, thank you. I'm going to go back and listen to those quite a few more times yet, you know, but well, if you uh, haven't um, had
0: the opportunity, I recommend reading the book um uh, uh mansfield's book of manly men uh it's a fa- yes. fantastic book
1: I have that on my list i'm waiting to get it's supposed to be coming in shortly here so nice, nice. uh yeah um but I, it's time for me to sit down and figure out again okay what what is it that I'm trying to do yeah. where is my finish line mm-hmm. how do i map how do i get back in my OODA loop where is how do i orient myself? there yeah take some action look around again
0: yeah that's yeah. that's something that uh it'd be good for everybody to do really uh and and just sit down write down like what you're you like you said your credo like uh where is it that that you're going right how are we going to get there yep. type of deal is that is that kind of what you're saying with it when you say credo? oh yes yeah
1: yeah well I mean, the, the credo is supposed to be much more of what is the bedrock of your, who is it that you are? What is, what is the basis of your beliefs? What are the things that you would never do? Okay. You know, and, and, and in that regards, you know, I, 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 I have to say that I'm not the person I want to be because, I mean, I would never, I would like to think that I would never just kill someone, but for twenty-five years, that's all I did was trained to do.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I luckily I was never I was never put in that situation, but yeah. uh, to say that I would never just kill someone isn't something I can say because that kind of goes against what I was doing, you know. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. To, so that, that
0: kind of goes. I and I don't know. Uh, I wish I could remember who this was that. Um... Have you read the book on killing or on combat? yes uh, uh gross uh yeah Dave grossman yes yeah. so that kind of goes back to that whole thing that he was talking about with the uh was it the sheepdog the sheep and the wolf right
1: yes uh, yes
0: so the sheepdog well let's say the wolf right the wolf is the 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 uh entity that's trying to harm ever or trying to harm the sheep right the sheep right, being the people, right, American populace at this in this example, uh, right, and, and then the military being that sheepdog. Well, what's the, the sheepdog? sheepdog yep. for well, to protect them from the wolf, uh, and then that uh, sheepdog looks like a wolf, probably smells a little like a wolf, acts a little yep. bit like a wolf. You see his teeth, right, and and so the sheep they get scared of both, um, you know, but that you have tendencies right as a sheepdog you have tendencies toward violence but that doesn't mean that you act on or act in that violence all the time toward everything there's right. there's a, uh, you're there to do a job right
1: right, right.
0: yeah i don't know what's what yeah,
1: going that, on with that no but an excellent point yeah and even uh, after reading that i remember because i i forget i think it started with Clausewitz's On Strategy or On War, and then there were like five or six books after that, all on the, on this, on that, and yeah. and yeah, reading through all of them. But yeah, and Grossman's book, he talks about the the wolf, and then thinking later on, thinking to myself, well, but what was the wolf doing? I mean, the wolf was just trying to eat and feed his family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to the other wolves. That was just a, you know, he was a farmer. <laughs> and, it's and true. just, there yeah. was, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. So, so yeah, so the credo jumping back a whole, 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 yeah. Sorry, three like tangents there. Way no, that's okay. It's, you know, and, and that's why, that's why writing my own credo is so difficult because you could jump off on a tangent and pretty soon, you know, you're 15 pages down the road and you're still haven't answered the first question, but you know, I forget now even where i was <laughs> Son of a gun. You know, I don't think my memory was this bad earlier in life. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, I looked up credo. Credo's the uh, definition is a guiding belief or principle. Yes. So, so in your writing uh, a credo, right, you're saying – this is uh what i believe and how i'm going to uh basically live my life right or or whatever it may be
1: the way i liked the way it was presented to me was like you need so your perfect image what is it that is your perfect image yeah and then how do you get to that point you know, what are the things that you would never do if that's your perfect image is, if your image is uh uh the perfect marine, well, then how do you, how do you attain that? Right. What are you going to do? You know, and, and it was, it's a very, it's a very difficult thing to do, though, because you do have to really look at yourself in, in, in a mirror that under some very ugly, harsh lights yeah. and say, well, you know, and you have to enter it seriously. I mean, it's not something you can just kind of slap together, yeah. because there are so many things that you do inconsistently in life. You know, well, I'm not going to break any rules. Okay, <laughs> well, let's look at that. Yeah. Let's look at that. You know, I could,
0: I could break a rule without even knowing it in two seconds. I'm it's well, ignoring that. Yeah. Take.
1: <laughs> or whose rules? You know, in Young in truth, our yeah. society. You know, or even here up in Wisconsin, where mm-hmm. I'm at right now. The rules are a little bit different than they are down south yeah well yeah you know true depends on the you, region. you don't yeah. yeah you know and some things that don't seem even important calling it a water fountain or a bubbler <laughs> yeah. can what give you, you a, a bubbler a, a water bubbler,
0: bubbler? <laughs> a water bubbler that's what you get, yes. call it up there
1: yes that's
0: is there any yep. other water bubblers out there listening
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got a water bubbler, a drinking fountain, a water fountain, a
0: scuttlebutt, right?
1: Yeah, there's, yep, there's another one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's some things that we don't even think of as being wrong because that's the way we're taught. So you can't say, "I'm not going to break new rules." You gotta, you really gotta look closely at yourself and say, "Okay, I'm going to follow rules that promote what promote." You know promote who who am i trying to promote you can't say everybody because that means yeah you know the sociopath behind you you're trying to promote him too well that's <laughs> not that's not a good thing you know just because your next door neighbors uh uh i can't even think of a sociopath now uh,
0: <laughs> jeffrey dahmer
1: um, jeffrey dahmer there we go thank there you, you. Go. just because your next <laughs> neighbors is so soci- you know jeffrey dahmer doesn't mean you should why maybe you should maybe you should show him so compassion maybe he wouldn't be as much of a sociopath but <laughs> I don't necessarily want to take him over you know jelly every week because he may be inclined to or who's Ed and you know take him over jelly and then he's gonna kill my dog and make a biscuit out of him to put belly on or something you know how so who is it that you're trying to be right you know it's, you, it's a difficult you're, thing
0: you're thinking deep I mean that that was a it's a very deep rabbit hole that you're in. And,
1: oh, uh, these are the kind that I find. I, <laughs> I, I'm a master excavator of these kind of rabbit holes. <laughs> I tell you. <ya>. Well, <laughs> and unfortunately, I've passed it on to my son, and my wife oh, has yeah. picked up on it. And wow. oh yeah, I remember. I remember. Okay, he's going to be embarrassed when he hears this, but uh, it's it's I, one of my favorite stories. So, um. I think we're living in San Diego. The first time I was there, and uh, and he's maybe three, two or three. Okay. And I uh, I didn't even see it. My wife walked past him. Mm-hmm. He was laying on the floor of his room, and he's got a Matchbox pickup truck with the doors open on it. You know, some of the Matchbox you can open up the doors. Hot yeah. wheels car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's laying on the floor, and his head is just like right in front of the pickup truck. And my wife says, "What, Christopher? What are you doing?" Well, I'm just imagining what it would be like to be in the pickup truck.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Oh,
1: that's... At that age, she was playing at a level way beyond the other kids. Yeah. Other kids are playing, you know, tic-tac-toe, and he's playing nine-dimensional...
0: <laughs> nine-dimensional <laughs> toy trailers. Combat croquet, I tell you. <laughs>
1: you know? So, yeah. I like it. So it's something that I'm unfortunately given to everybody. Yeah, but how, how do you how do you handle these kind of questions? I I want to be a good person. I want to be a good person. That's kind of the reason that I think I even joined the Marines. Yeah. Uh, I want to be I want to be I want to be with the best. I want to push myself and be the best that I can be.
0: hmm Yeah, that's true. But what does
1: that mean to be the best?
0: I really, you it's know? kind of what you're saying. It's it's you have to. Uh look inside, uh, got to be honest with yourself and say, what is it that I view as, uh, honorable or, or, uh, where I want to be and, and, or what I want to be like, uh, you have to look deep inside, you know, uh, and that requires some reflection. I, and, you know, I tell people all the time, you, you can't lie to yourself. Yeah. So you look yourself in the mirror. Well, you know, you know, you look at yourself and you say self. This is what I want to be, and and I know I can do it. And then the next day, you look at yourself again. You're like, "Yep, I didn't do it." Uh, yep. You know, <laughs> yourself knows, or you can even lie to yourself. You say, "Oh no, I, I I could I did it. I did great today," uh, but yourself really knows the truth, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Now, if you were telling me, I'd be like, "Hey, great job. Hey, I'm proud of you." You know. Yeah. But, but when you're talking to yourself now, completely different story
1: yeah but so here's a question for you you wanted you you were going to be the best leader you could be Mm -hmm. but in order to be that person you couldn't because you had a family you have a family if you're the best leader that means you're living your job 24 7. you can't do that you know you can't give everything of yourself to your to the marines under you because you have a family and and in order to be the best you you can be you know at some point you almost have to draw a line between being the best you and being the best master gunnery sergeant
0: yeah you
1: know there's almost two so we have to kind of pick how did you how did you resolve those problems
0: um i just re uh resorted to um i i know i'm not perfect and i know i'm gonna screw some stuff up but the the big important thing to me though is, because I can say I want to be the best at whatever my job is, right? Um, right. But the reality is, your job isn't going to be there forever, like no matter what, which way you look at it. But your family right. should be. I, I'm not going to say that they are all the time, but they should be uh, there with right. you. So, and I always say, the what was it? The big green machine is going to keep on rolling, uh, no matter what, and. Uh, So at that point, you know, you try to do what's best and what is right uh, according to orders, regulations, those types of things. And you try to inspire and and do all the leadership things, uh, but know that you've got to take care of the family. You know, Uh, so there is a balance there, and it's never going to be a perfect balance. Um, There are many times that I answer the phone late at night. Uh, or text or whatever and uh you know we're at dinner or or anything like that and, you know my wife's like what in the world are you doing uh but there i am i'm answering texts doing doing whatever i had to do uh or having to drive and pick somebody up in jail or you know a myriad yep. of different things yep. that marine leaders do um you know but yeah it's, it's 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 a tough one I you know but so i don't ever think there'll be so a perfect one
1: right so I I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot even more now. Oh, so okay. you are your you're master guns at the School of Music. Yeah. In charge of Marine detachment. Mhm. Your job is to help these young Marines grow into the best Marines they can be.
0: Yeah.
1: Now In order to do that, sometimes you're telling them things that aren't going to make them be the best brains because you're going to tell them, look, no, 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 no. You need to stay in this practice room (laughs) until you get this thing correct. But maybe they're married. Maybe they have a family. Maybe they have, you know, but you're telling them, no, 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 that that doesn't matter right now. This is the only thing that matters.
0: Yeah. You know, from our point of view, that is. That, that is a tough a tough one, right? Because for years and years and years, I I would look at things and be like, um, I, this is one of the things I would tell tell Marines. Uh, they come in and be like, oh, I wasn't able to get that finished. And I'd go, uh, did you sleep last night? And yeah. I'd go, go, yeah. And I'm like, well, then you have plenty of time. I don't know why it's not done. Um, so I was like that for years and years and years, right? And then all of a sudden... You know, it's, it's, it's one thing when it, when you're married and there's just you and your wife, that's one thing, but now I got kids Yes, and now I understand, uh, why people had such a hard time with it. Right. Uh, and that didn't mean that I let them get away with a bunch of stuff. It just meant that before I forced them to do something, I thought twice about it. (laughs) Right. So I would say, is this worth it? You know, or should I be able to let this person go? Uh, you know, and that obviously depended on, you know, when was something due or, or you know, how important was it? And is there time to get it finished later type of stuff? But uh, but that, that is something that popped into my mind and it changed, changed me, I'd say, for the better, because uh, I can at least understand
1: it. Yeah. And even even within that, I mean, uh, the whole. Uh how do we teach them to because we're still trying to at at least in the school of music at at the basic course mm-hmm. uh you're still trying to teach them you're still trying to uh, i don't want to say brainwash but uh indoctrinate them there we yeah, go there indoctrinate go. them into good core philosophies and sometimes yeah. core philosophies are you put the core first
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and you that, know, but 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 I mean, you know, then again, you have a student who's coming in who's 24 married with kids because mm-hmm. you were married when you came in. Right.
0: I was married. Yeah.
1: Did you but I you didn't, didn't have any yet. children yet? No. OK. No, yeah. But still, you were married, you know, mm-hmm. and, and.
0: And I'll be honest, yeah, I, just, didn't, I didn't stay there the the amount that they told me to when I was there. And uh, I, I remember they're like, oh, you need to get X amount of hours and this and that. And da, da, da. I didn't do that. I, I went home. <laughs> I mean, I, Boy, I stayed I for hope, a little bit. I hope your but students aren't listening tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, I. Uh, Master guns, you said you didn't do it. Wasn't out falsifying documents and stuff, but I passed. Like I, you know, I come in, I pass my lesson and right. all that type of stuff. So, um, I, I guess they kind of overlooked it a little bit because I never really got my butt chewed on for it. Um, right. But you know, I, you know, like like I said, you know, it's. It's in a moment, what is the most important aspect, right? And you got to rack and stack all your things that you got going on. What is the most important? Do that first, next, 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 down the list. Um, You know, and don't ever tell your wife that she's at the bottom of the list. Um, Right. Yeah. Unless you're starting at the bottom of the list. (laughs) Uh, It's an odd way to start, but...
1: uh, Hey, sometimes you (laughs) got...
0: oh man yeah Yeah, it's just
1: you know and and how how do we how do we not only live that but how do we teach that how do we teach because you can't you almost can't teach it because in order to teach it to everybody you have to understand all of their perspectives and in order to do that you have to be omnipotent beyond anything that we have here on earth that's for sure Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you know even in today's modern technology, where you can see all kinds of things, you can't see that much.
0: Yeah. Well, how do you like now that you, you cause you've been out for what? Uh, 10 11, years,
1: eleven years now. Years. Holy pool. So yeah. you've
0: been out for eleven years. Um, how do you handle and and how do you see uh, those things now uh, versus when you were in? I mean, how much did it change for you?
1: I think that's part of why I'm wallowing so much is that I haven't really adjusted as much as I, as much as I try not to be an active duty Marine. Uh um, When you've walked that walk for that long, it's not an easy transition. And, and I, 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 I'm lucky. I don't have, to the best of my knowledge any of the PTSD issues I don't have I I have most of my own body parts still yeah. um you know I I I mean I don't have I had a very blessed easy career mm-hmm. but but I we we strove for 25 years to really toe the line to be yeah. the best Marie and I I I don't know that I'm doing all that uh, I that's part of where I think that whole manly man podcast really kind of hit me between the eyes and made me realize, you know, that's what my problem is. I am still trying to, I'm trying to operate. I, I'm in the wrong gear here. Yeah. And I, I got to figure out where, what, what road am I even on here? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm a good uh, example of this. Cause I'm not doing a very good job here.
0: Well, I mean, I, I from an outside perspective looking in, I think that you're doing uh, great things where you're at. You know, uh, from everything that I can see. Now, I'm not there twenty four seven. I got it, uh, but it looks like you've got got everything squared away. You know what you're doing. You're doing great things at, at work. You're doing good things like with the wife and and going out and playing uh, in the uh, the pit. Piddle- pit orchestras and stuff like that. I mean, it seems that you have a good handle on your life right now uh, when you look at it in that perspective. Uh, so I can understand the the aspect of, man, I've been in this, this gun club for 25 years and it's hard to transition uh, from that. Uh, I totally can understand that because I don't know if I'll ever 100% transition. I don't think we ever 100% will um it'll always be there you know
1: we, yeah i think that's why we don't refer to ourselves as former marines we yeah yeah yeah, yeah retired marines we're marines who don't wear the uniforms where yeah we're uh yeah that's i i yeah i don't know it's it's uh i mean in some ways i am absolutely no different than lance corporal kyle you know i still i still try to practice every day i still yeah. try to get exercising in every day Mm -hmm. i still try to do whatever job i'm given to the best of my ability and yet pay attention to my family and really truly interact deeply and and, uh you know um i try to follow the wisdom of frodo baggins and you know (laughs) eat often and laugh hearty um but uh because some of that has to happen yeah but uh yeah yeah you know, in in many regards, I I don't know other than I don't shave as frequently as I used to <laughs> that there's a whole lot of difference between me and Lance Corporal Kyle of you know twenty five <laughs> years think ago.
0: Though, I think there is a difference though because when you talk about uh, uh, we were talking about a second ago is that uh, indoc or not indoctrination when you become a man, right? What what were yes saying? yes I, I, the initiation the initiation yep. yeah. That initiation of becoming a man, right? Uh, We went through an initiation becoming Marines. Now are all Marines men? Uh, You know, could be. Uh, There's still some very childlike uh, individuals out there. Uh, But um, we had a transition there. and Now you had another transition when you retired, right? Uh, Yes. Now it's a matter of like... What is it that in that transition, in your mind, that says, hey, you're, we'll say a man at this point, but uh, you have transitioned. What is it that in your mind says that that has happened? It's a good question.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, Because the transition wasn't as... um, the, the 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 process that you go through the Marine Corps has really um, perfected that whole transition that whole initiation process down. I mean, to the point where, especially you as a former drill instructor, you know all the thought process that went into the whole disorientation of having everyone come in in the evening and then keeping yeah. them awake through the night. Brilliant. You know, psychological—the stuff mm-hmm. that psycholo- psychologists get pitched tense about—because that's just that's that's you know that's the kind of stuff that they really enjoy. Yeah. And there isn't that kind of a, there's not that much thought uh, planning that goes into that that transition back out. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, I went through the TAPS class, very good class. I strongly encourage everyone <laughs> to go through it. Yeah. If you are leaving, if you are leaving, even after one tour, you should probably take the TAPS class because there's a lot of things that we don't think about yeah. <laughs> in civilian life that, well, they, you know, you need to reacquaint yourself with real quick.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, nowadays, it's a requirement for Marines to do that. And I don't know how all the other services are, but the Marine Corps, they said it's a hard requirement. You have to do it. Uh, yeah, in fact, they said you're supposed to do it a year out. Um, but that most people don't do that.
1: Right. So, I mean, but, but there's not that kind of, so that my transition out was, wasn't as dramatic as my transition in. Okay. So, you know, especially when I took, um, I had, I had like three months worth of leave built up at that time. You could still do that. Yeah. I had three months worth of lead built up. So even after the retirement ceremony and, you know, the speeches and the awards and the gifts and whatnot and the, uh, uh, gentle get togethers, um, and then the move back home, I was still getting my paycheck on the first and the 30th, you know, the first yeah. and 15th of every month for a while. So it, even that wasn't as, you know, it wasn't like suddenly I had to, I had to quickly stop and pop and figure out what i was going to do because we needed money coming in i so that transition was so much gentler which is probably good because um i'm not as adaptable (laughs) at my age now as i was at 20 you know yeah (laughs) if if we went through that kind of a transition again i'd probably break in two you know there'd be be multiple davids running around because that's (laughs) so my
0: goodness
1: yeah that's probably why you know. Now that I think about it, that's that is the proper way to do it.
0: <laughs> you know that that brings a question. Uh, what do you what do you think that we should be doing right as a veteran community for those that are transitioning over? You know, uh, is there something that we on the veteran side can um, kind of make a a bigger to do, if you will, or a, uh, a better transitional type of thing. You know, do you think there's something better out there that we could do?
1: I think I, I do, but it's, it's completely infeasible, yeah. unfeasible. It's, it's impractical. Yeah. We almost need to have like an AA meeting for retirees, <laughs> you know, just, just a place to come together and say, Hey, have you dealt with this yet <laughs> holy crap yeah like, how do you talk to these i i don't even understand how to what, what does this mean you know a, a, a group together and in but it's impre- it's at least for me because i moved way back into wisconsin yeah um yeah, yeah. i i can run across maybe four or five retirees a mm-hmm. month and they're not all marines i mean you know yeah. one's navy two are air force uh so our our even common core experiences aren't the same mm-hmm. um if, if you're staying in that in that environment definitely get involved in your american legion your vfw something yeah. where you can get to uh, with other people and say hey <laughs> all right when, when someone tells you to go fuck themselves what are you supposed to say back because <laughs> i tried i tried what we did in the marine corps and and he wanted work. to punch me you know <laughs> what what am i supposed to say what does that mean <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to drop the f bomb here in your so podcast. Scary. I apologize, but That's you know, right. the, these are the types of issues that an AE meeting for retirees would help with. Yeah, <laughs> but but how do you do that? You know, there's got to be oh man, and 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 you know, I I Facebook with some other other Marines retired, and I just found out that there there there's like a retirement uh, a page for gunnery sergeants. where you can get together yeah but apparently they're all getting out because as soon as the list comes out for master sergeant half of them are moaning and groaning that they didn't get forward or (laughs) you know that they're excited or they got the wrong list and they wanted to go first sergeant instead of master sergeant Uh, or vice versa you know and and they're just disgusted with it so they got off the page but interesting I, i didn't you know aware i guess just a better awareness of what resources are out there maybe they're doing that now in the tap classes but uh
0: they did they do a pretty good job in the tap classes uh right now so that uh they really take their time to to um help set you up and give you the tools that you need in order to transition i won't say that it's going to set you up perfectly uh but like for marines that are going to get out and, and get a job right uh uh, that's not me i'm not getting out and getting out. In, in case anybody <laughs> yes, you wanna I mean, you're
1: doing you know, you're doing it right now
0: uh well i mean this is for fun but uh <laughs> <laughs> but they'll sit down they they do resumes they they talk they do mock uh, uh job interviews they do all kinds of stuff like that uh so the the programs are there for the for the servicemen and women now uh to be able to at least be set up for success on the outside from that standpoint now i do believe that the because we're so ingrained in in what we do in the military now i'm outside especially like in your case i'm so far away uh i I don't have that outlet anymore you know and and how do you find that outlet what do you do yeah um and, and like you said that's the veteran organizations you know if there's not one in your area start one you know
1: yeah, that's definitely something that uh, I should have taken more note of or, or figured out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's
0: – I mean, is, but there that's, a, is there a Marine Corps league up that way?
1: Not that I'm aware of. Or, or if there is, it's probably down like in Madison, which is about a three-hour drive from here. So yeah, that's be... something I would do on a daily basis.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh...
1: You know, and and I guess that's, you know – that was my choice this is the area although we weren't going to settle here i just we grew roots really quick we just meant to land here for a moment and and that didn't quite work out very well yeah (laughs) she's still landing (laughs) yeah apparently yeah very tall it takes me a long time to get down i guess you know so yeah Uh,
0: but well um i'll put the call out uh right now um, and you're, you're in Wisconsin. Yes. And, oh man, hold on. I, I, I'll get it.
1: Oh. Starts with a N. L. Menominee.
0: Menominee. God, <laughs> I knew that. Okay. You're in Menominee, Wisconsin. And if yes. there's any Marines in that area, region, anything like that, that, uh, may be listening, uh, you need to hit up Dave Kyle. And uh, if you need his his information, you want to get in contact. Whatever you can look him up on the face pages, or you can yep, uh, yep. message me, and I, I can yes. get in contact with him. Uh, and, and I don't know if you if there's any other way to that you want to put out there.
1: There probably is. I just don't know what it is yet. I remember I'm the guy who accidentally shut off my my phone as we started the first. <laughs> so. Yeah, probably something very obvious that I just uh, not aware of yet. <laughs> but if you send up a smoke signal, I'll get it. That I can do.
0: It. Okay, smoke signal, everyone. So just make sure you send up a smoke signal, and you'll have a uh, have some connection there. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean word of mouth. Uh, you know, I'll try to do my part and try to figure some stuff out. Uh, we uh, we need to have you back on another uh, uh, fireside chat. I mean, you you bring some some uh good points to to things i I, i'd like to have you on again
1: Um, oh please andy maybe maybe we keep doing the good work
0: yeah maybe with a group of people we can have you have you uh come on i'd like to get five or six people and you know we can all sit and argue and whatever you know just chat um just like we're at a campfire
1: (laughs) that's it's a little bit scary, though, Andy. I mean, stop thinking about it. How many times did we get off on tangent and we couldn't remember when we started? That's, that's just the true, two of yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking speaking You're of Speaking like of grumpy
1: old mess. <laughs> what? Who? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um, speaking of uh, fireside, right, uh, when I was at Pendleton recently, most recently, and... Uh, uh, they decided that we were gonna have a field mess night, and so we hiked down to uh well, we didn't hike very far to be honest with you, but <laughs> we took a little nature walk <laughs> down uh and ended up on the the baseball fields there and uh they had a big tent set up, so we had our our mess night right and and a lot of camaraderie and and uh drinking and cigars and the whole whole thing right. Uh, and then they made this gigantic bonfire cause we were, we all had to stay out there. Right. Uh, which was probably for the better, uh, but right, this was right. a huge bonfire. So I, I remember staying at the bonfire and we're all just kind of having a good time. And there was this Lieutenant and this, this poor dude was just hammered and, uh, he kept trying to throw stuff in the fire and, and all kinds of stuff. And I look over at the, uh, the company commander, I'm like. Yeah, he probably should stop doing that. And company commander was like, yeah. Yeah, he really should stop doing that. (laughs) So I just yelled at him, "Ah, Lieutenant! (laughs) He he turned around I was like, you need to stop right now. And he goes, oh, I'm all right. And I was like, no, you're not. Stop and move away. (laughs) That's uh, it. Anyway, why did that pop in my head? I have no idea other than campfire and it was a funny story yeah
1: oh there <laughs> lieutenant you're not okay that's a child you're trying to throw in the fire
0: <laughs> i can't remember what he was trying to throw in but he almost <laughs> fell in the in the camp in the uh bonfire. oh I mean, it was huge it was a huge bonfire so uh and he was yeah he was really really wasted but anyways good times Gotta love it. yeah Well,
1: but no, I look forward to coming back on anytime you are anytime you have time. Anytime I I look forward to listening, yeah, and I look forward to listening to more, and then I'll be ready to come back on with more comments about (laughs) the excellent conversations you have. Good stuff, (laughs) good stuff.
0: Well, I, I I'm glad you're enjoying it. I hope everybody else out there is enjoying it. Uh, I we've got some great uh, um, veteran stories coming up in the future, um, and then obviously we got fireside chats, uh, and uh, those have been those have been fun, just interesting discussions and stuff. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, Dave, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you back on. Don't don't be surprised if you're back, uh, uh, maybe even uh, next week sometime. Um, Okay. we'll talk about that. All right. right. Well, to everybody out there, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us ramble uh, and uh, our incompetence of being able to operate our phones. Uh, But stay motivated. Change your socks.